Welcome to the 359. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Alfred Ng. What exactly is Apple doing to parental control apps in its app store? A New York Times report on Saturday suggested Apple was targeting 11 of the top 17 apps to limit screen times because of competitive reasons. But then Apple came out yesterday and said, no, we didn't remove these apps because of that. It was all about users' privacy and security, uh, arguing that these apps um, basically allow uh, or take access to critical information like user location, camera use, and and other details. Uh, And Apple tried to give them Mm -hmm. fair warning, and some of these apps did not. Uh, I guess fix them, and hence they were booted. I mean, what do you think? This is. I mean, I this think is, it's this a. This seemed like a big deal, right? Yeah, I think it's a fair assessment for Apple to do that, though, only because a lot of stalkerware apps like yeah. disguise themselves as this like parental control uh, kind mm. of app, where you know they put these apps on the marketplace where they say, "Hey, this is to help track your kids uh, if you need to find them or right. anything like that." They use right. that excuse, but then it's really for like an ex boyfriend or something like that, put on somebody's phone uh. and know where they are at all times. So if these parental if these parental control apps like are providing like location like why yep. would you need to know that to limit how much time somebody uses on like the YouTube app or something like that Fair point. they they did leave some of the ones that didn't violate these security policies there so right. I do think that it's important to take down these apps that that do a lot more than they're supposed to be doing right. and I you know if we're gonna believe Apple's statement that they gave them fair warning it makes a lot of sense like competitive reasons like that doesn't make that much sense to me because it's not like they're making money off of screen time that's true uh, though it makes you wonder like why they why didn't Apple I guess flag this in the first place and that, that initial screening of these apps I think that a lot of times these apps fly under the radar mm. and when Apple discovers it they try to just get rid of it without you know making a big like public fuss about it or anything like right. that which I think is right. what they tried to do here until um, journalists caught wind of it and I'm glad that they did because they could have got, done this for other apps you know they could have done these for competitive purposes like right. the article implies I just don't see that in this scenario just because of how much stalkerware is out there okay uh, speaking of Apple, the company is set to report earnings tomorrow afternoon. Uh, we're we're going to be eager to see how the iPhone business has fared now that they've, one, they've stopped disclosing how many units they're selling. Uh, and it seemed like over the last couple of quarters that, you know, iPhone sales had peaked. Um, so I'm curious. I mean, what, what do you think? What predictions? I mean, honestly, if they keep the prices like going up, yeah. I don't see this working out that well for Apple. I mean, at the right. beginning of uh, the year, they had warned that you know, hey, our sales are not going to do as well as we projected yep. for like the Asian like region, yeah, um, China in particular. Yeah, right? and yep. I just think that with less people updating their phones as they're becoming more expensive, I honestly <laughs> see Apple having to go somewhere else to make that money. I mean, clearly they're focusing on services. You've got Apple TV Plus. Uh, you've got Apple News Plus, the, the raft of services they announced back in March. We'll see how any of them do because they're they're still it's still kind of a, a ways away. I will say this: every time that I think that you know these more expensive phones aren't going to do that well for them and they're going to lose money, the earnings come out and somehow all these like super rich people are just buying a ton of phones for like two thousand dollars. I don't get it. We'll it's see. not two thousand dollars, but yeah. Well, look, maybe maybe Apple TV Plus will will be the uh, the winner for the the savior here for mm. Apple, but we'll see. Uh, lastly, our own Laura Hatala had an exclusive on an exposed database containing information on 80 million U.S. households. Uh, it's unclear who owned the database, mm-hmm. uh, but this was on a, uh, a service run by Microsoft. 
Uh, but it is sort of an example of, I guess, the perils of storing information online. Yeah, um, a lot of these uh, leaks happen because they don't they failed to secure their databases um, right. because they think they're the only ones that have access to it. But anyone uh, can find these if they have a proper IP address or uh, you know right. looking in the right places, um, as you know the security researchers found for this story. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with that is, you know, if anyone f- just stumbles into this, it's yeah. kind of like finding like gold buried in a forest or something like that. Mm. Um, but it's still unclear, like if anyone did have access to it or if it was maliciously used. But this right. is a massive like amount of data on people. I mean, Eighty million households. We're talking about what uh, usernames. We're talking about uh, location. Yeah. Uh, or residents talking about uh, whether or not they're single or married, yeah. like all kinds of demographic. There data, was right? no um, sensitive information like social security number, or like right. credit cards or right. passwords or anything like that. So you don't really have to worry about that. But there are like that's still a lot that attackers can do with just your name and address alone. Right, and the big mystery here is like we don't even know who owns this database. Yeah. so we don't even know who to contact mm-hmm. to get this fixed. We know Mike. We we did contact Microsoft. Uh, they declined to comment since Microsoft. It, it's clearly not Microsoft's responsibility. No, yeah, I mean the same thing down. happens with Amazon all the time. Right. right. Uh, but still, it is uh, definitely a just sort of a example of just how tricky these things can be and how commonplace these kinds of vulnerabilities are. Yeah. Right. Right. All right. For more of these stories, check us out on CNET. I'm Roger Chang. I'm Alfred Ng. Thanks for listening.